We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into episode 119 of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski here on this Thursday afternoon to get you ready for another weekend of college football, another weekend of the National Football League. Thanks to all of you for being in the chat. I appreciate you. We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. I got to pull that up. I don't even have the right. 600 milligrams. It's 300 oh, 300 milligrams. milligrams. That'd be 600. That would be a lot. lot. That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. Don't do that. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> so 300 milligrams, natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Uh, also, thank everybody in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. We'll get to the Super Chat in just a second, but remind everybody that truck season has been extended at Cooper Chevrolet, Buick, and Anniston through October the 16th. This might be your last chance, and it really might, uh, to get low 3.9% financing for 72 months on the new Chevy Silverado crew cabs and no payments for 90 days. Check them out at Cooper Chevrolet, Buick, and Anniston today. Um, super chat from KB. Appreciate you, KB. Says now that we are back on MPW Digital, y'all should take the super chats from from the week and make a McCready and Siski parlay as part of Make It Rain Thursday. Also, hmm. uh, yeah, yeah hmm. we, we could do that. I got a good parlay for the Thursday night parlay. I actually have it written down. Okay, there's a bunch of Thursday night games. There's three. I'm actually I will be wagering three wagers tonight. Two. One NFL, one college, and one baseball tonight. Oh. So I know you're a big Braves fan. I am. Uh, last I still night, claim them. Last night was rough for the Braves. <laughs> is that is that the most understated thing you've ever said in your life? It's a bad pitching matchup. Tonight's a favorable pitching matchup for the Braves. How? What's your confidence level? Oh, I'm, I'm good tonight. I just wanted to end it tonight. I'm not good going back. Max Freed hadn't been the same since this whole. Well, you cannot thing. eliminate the Phillies tonight. They, no, that is, that is not. I was possible. wanting to get yesterday. Right, yes, because I feel good about Strider going. He's he. Uh, and if we can't win it with Strider, we don't deserve to win it. Go home. 
but you know that's because it's Strider versus basically a bullpen it's game. A bullpen for the game Phillies. for the Phillies. If they'll you can't go with, win this game, you're not winning anything. They'll, anyway. they'll open it with Ranger Suarez yes. and then and then go into the pen. Um, and look, Snedeker knows eight thousand two hundred and seventy thousand more times about baseball than I will ever know, and it's his team. I do not understand the thought process of throwing Elder out there yesterday. It was either him or the hyphenated guy, right? Yeah, and the other guy's got good stuff. I mean, this is in modern-day baseball. When you throw the baseball 90 miles an hour and you can't locate, that's usually not a good recipe for success. The other guy throws 97 on a, lo- on a bad day, and it's all over the place, and he's got great stuff. Yeah, I love it. Gives you a chance. Yeah. And on the other side, Nola was – once he settled in, he was really good. Yeah. I mean, you gave him all the momentum when they started hitting freaking 900-foot bombs off your guy throwing batting practice. I mean, people throw 90-mile-an-hour change-ups these yeah, days. This have. guy's throwing, like – Belt high, ninety mile an hour, flat, four seam fastballs. Uh, Bryce Harper likes those. In case you're curious, Philly just has. We all talked all year about the Braves lineup. The Philly lineup is really good. I mean, when Trey Turner's hitting and they're rolling, they, they're those are two really good teams. And then Arizona sweeps out the Dodgers, so Arizona waits on the winner of uh, Philadelphia and Atlanta. And then in the other side, Houston's in. Who Rangers. Else is- and the Rangers are in. So that's been determined. It's just one game. Yeah. Down to one divisional game. Yeah. They, one thank potentially goodness two. They moved it to seven o'clock, so it's at least prime time. I didn't like that four o'clock stuff. But um I I'm a big Braves fan. And let me tell you me be honest with you, and it's baseball. Philadelphia, they're a mentally tough team. You can yes. see it when they play. They're fan they they embody the city the way they the personality. And Atlanta looks soft as shit last night. They look mentally weak. They look defeated. It's a tough place to go play. Yeah, you but you're going. But it's not like you. This is like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, I expect better. This isn't your first time ever making it to the playoffs. Sure. No, okay. I get it. This is Atlanta. We've been doing this playoff thing for a while. I get it since 1992, 91. Okay, I get it. It's sitting like Dale Murphy and Bob Horner just making their first appearance. I mean, been doing this shit for a while in Atlanta. Don't be so soft. That looks like a soft baseball team that showed up. Bunch of front runners. It really it bothered me. They look soft. And it's baseball. I know they can't go fight everybody, but they're still they look defeated and mentally weak and beaten. Well, they let the RC a Harper thing get to them more than it should have. Um, mm. you know, they're I'm a big Travis Darno fan, but I could not disagree with his comment last night more, where he's, you know, hey, this, this clubhouse is a sanctuary, blah, blah, blah. It's my thing always about covering football practices. Okay, was it a quick media thing? If you're going to let me into practice, don't tell me what I can and can't cover. (laughs) If you don't want me to cover something that happens on practice fields, don't allow me on the practice field. And I'm cool with that too. And it's the same thing in baseball. If I'm in the clubhouse and I hear things, it's fair game. This is is true. It's fair game. And in Major League Baseball, it's part of the collective bargaining agreement that they have with the media. The clubhouse is going to be open certain periods. So if you don't want media to hear certain things, don't say them. It is not the media's job to protect. This is true. Neil, joining us today is not only the Minister of Mayhem, he is a world champion 
He is a world champion apple picker, world champion bird watcher, and now a well-rested minister of mayhem. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Collins. I would appreciate it, guys. You forgot to mention a world-famous ghost hunter. Oh. Oh, all right. Yeah, I do that with – I didn't want to even preload you with that one. All right, let's go. What Um, we got? So that picture I sent you today of my wife and daughter throwing leaves in front of some uh, majestic hotel, we check into this 120-something-odd-year hotel. That's not the – is that the Greenbrier that you sent me? It's uh, the Mount Washington. In the in the middle of nowhere, New Hampshire, and we're driving up this long driveway, and then up on this hill sits this old hotel that looks like it's from The Shining. <laughs> and walk in, and there's old paintings, and the the eyeballs track you as you're going through the the hotel. And I don't say a thing, right? Go about our business, go on a nature walk, whatever. Get back to the room that evening after dinner, and I'm like. Let, let me Google this thing. Oh, and I Googled it, and it said, one of the spookiest, most haunted hotels in America. And uh, Did you see I anything? The, I made the huge mistake of then watching the Ghost Hunters. They have two episodes in the place. I made the mistake. I shouldn't have done it. Luckily, I had my earphones in, so my little seven-year-old didn't hear it. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, the trips, when you get to my age, you go to the bathroom a couple times at night. It, it happens. And <laughs> I left the bathroom light on all night because I didn't want to get up in the middle of the night in that place in the pitch black. So I didn't know y'all, if y'all were expecting the ghost hunter story this, this uh, afternoon. Did you, did you, did anything happen or you just freaked out? I, I would love to say that it did, but it, it did. And it was a, it was a non-eventful evening other than the, tricks playing in my head well this may be one if it was a non-eventful evening that may be one i need to pick maybe where you need to go in maybe the event. if i go in the event that i lose this competition you know if we if we lose the competition i have to you know neil goes playing strains and automobiles to get back home i have to go spend the night in a haunted house uh i'm terrified of ghosts i don't i don't play um i can't I, shoot I, them i can't fight them i'm so. the opposite my son's a, a oklahoma city thunder fan we're going to go to uh okc in march for a c- couple of games. And there's a, uh, I want to say it's like the Shervin or something. There's a hotel in Oklahoma city that supposedly is haunted to the point right. that NBA teams refused to stay there because the players were spooked. Right. And so I want to go stay there. I want to go see what that's all about. I'm the, I'm the opposite of our boy here. Like you want to go do that. Yeah. I kind of want to check it out. Want to see, see if I, if anything happens, you don't hear any reports about NBA player died at the hotel because he was killed by a ghost. I mean, I'm, I'm safe might encounter a ghost but dude i've encountered a ghost before that i'm telling there's a ghost right down the hall stop don't talk that th- dude stop stop <laughs> stop i gotta got stir it up no you I, get so freaked need, out about I don't, it I, I live in a house with a ghost yeah like literally it's it's ghost gators sharks and snakes man i'm good besides that i'm good i mean don't deal with them pumpkins and apples you're straight yeah i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask you. I want to ask you some uh, football stuff since we got you on here to talk football stuff instead of ghosts. I'm, I'm trying to change. I'm gonna to try to change the the uh, subject line here. All right, um, curious on your answer on this. So Florida um, is going big game against South Carolina in the league, especially in the East this weekend. 
Florida has really, really struggled on the road um, to the to the point where they've only won one game against a Power 5 opponent on the road in the last three seasons. And that goes back to when Dan was there, Dan's last year. Sure. All right? So as a head coach, what can you do if you, if you know you have road issues or whatever as a head coach, what can you even do to address those issues of not playing well on the road? You know, one of the, the, as I was walking into this room, I got SEC Network on the TV in the other room, and there was a huge headline with, with Billy Napier on the cover, and it talked about uh, – so the SEC Network's talking about it too. Um, as a head Smart coach, guys. We, we, we all have our routines, and, you know, we've learned those routines from coaches that we've been around. Um, but sometimes the, the routine, for whatever reason, with the certain team that you're coaching that year, you know, that you've got in the program – just isn't working and you got to find ways to change it up. Um, whether it be a three thirty game CBS, whether it be a night game ESPN, whatever the case may be. And just, you know, whether it's talking to your leadership group, you know, how does this team, what can we do to change it up? Cause the easiest thing to do is say, this is the way we've always done it and just keep going. But sometimes you got to find out what is the, what is the deal you know, is it getting to the stadium too early? Is it getting to the stadium too late? Is it getting up too early? Is it getting up too late? Is it making them do too much the night before the game or on game day or not enough? So you've got to know your team and, you know, sometimes changing it up is good for the psyche too, for the kids. I always said I thought that, you know, working with Hugh, I thought Hugh was really good with teams on the road because you had no idea what you were doing at practice, much less, much less on the road. There was no routine. Everything was just like, woo, that's what we're going to do today, boys. Uh, I mean, he was the first one I ever worked with that uh, we stopped going to the stadium, you know, but on Friday when you get there, you know, we didn't do that. I mean, he hated, uh, and Hugh hated getting to the stadium uh, early to the point where I was, I was like, you would have to hustle to get dressed so you could take the first group out. I mean, it was damn near an hour and hour four, 20, hour 30 before a kick. He would get there and you're trying to, your first group's going out like an hour 15. Um, I think one time we went on the road and he sent the kickers ahead <laughs> so they could go ahead and go before the team got there. But um, I think, uh, you know, the other thing I think with crowd noise, I think people that practice with it all the time and not just on Thursdays or whatever it is, people that function with it the entire week uh, in chaos, you know, you got to prepare them for chaos, if that makes sense, you know? Yep. Um, and one of the things I always liked is whatever you do at home, try to replicate it as much as possible when you're on the road, you know, from the time you get to the team hotel to, you know, every single thing that you do at home, do it the same on the way trip. Now ops guys hate that answer because <laughs> a lot of times that means you got to leave, much earlier, and then you got to get manifest, and you got to get all these things operationally done uh, that are outside the norm. But whenever you can do that, I think that's beneficial too. The craziest—I didn't know we were going here—but the craziest thing I've ever seen uh, operations do, Neil. I, I told you this. We're at Alabama. We practice on the twenty-third. We're going. We're showing up. We bring the kids back Christmas night to show up on the twenty-sixth to go work. But as a family, we got there. I think we left Christmas night. I can't remember, but. Five minutes before I left to go on the practice field on the 23rd, they come to my office and go, are you done? Are you done? I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And they started packing up all my computers. And when I get 
to the hotel, we had like, you know how you have a ballroom where you eat and stuff? They had a ballroom that had cubicles in it. They literally had my office put together in a cubicle with all of my stuff, all my computer, and like everything. And they literally packed up the entire office and moved it down there. Everybody's, not just mine. Every single coach, the entire office was in a cubicle. And I've never had that happen going on a bowl game before, except when I was at Alabama. Ever. That's wild. We didn't have that. We didn't have that level of expertise our first year there <laughs> when we played with Shreveport and stayed at the Days Inn, uh, Shreveport, <laughs> Louisiana, for the Independence Bowl. So I'm glad to see that it's it's ratcheted up since I yeah. was there. That was wild. That, that was wild. All I mean, right. I, I mean, there's nothing like Independence Stadium in Shreveport, by the way. I mean, that's just when you think about meccas. I've been there, man. Think about meccas of of football. I mean, you think about like absolutely the big house, right? You you think about South Bend. And you think about Independence Stadium. It's fantastic. Beautiful place. There's a Whataburger right outside. Doesn't get better. I like the Hollywood Casino, but you know, that's that's just me. I like to I like to go th- throw some dice. The roof in the uh, visiting locker room leaks pretty pretty significantly. Okay. Awfully cold. The floors are ice cold. <laughs> it's cold. That's all I remember about my 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 one time playing there was just it was just really cold. All right. There was no respite from the cold. <laughs> Just cold. I know you've been, you know, chasing ghosts and picking apples and looking at at the leaves change, but a lot of talk this week um, about Mark Stoops and his comments, and we actually talked about it on the show on, uh, I guess that would have been when Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, as a head coach, I'm going to leave your head coach hat on here. As a head football coach, would you would you be in favor of having your collective's bankroll public? So the general population, kind of like they do in baseball, you know, with payrolls and all that stuff, would you would you like for your collectives as a head coach bankroll to be public so the fans could see what you have and what you don't have to work with? I, I don't know about that. I saw the comments and I saw, you know, Kirby's response and it was very professional. Um, just, I don't know. This is, you know, I, I got to imagine there's got to be some rules coming down over the next couple of years to, to govern uh, the collective piece. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that's a road that anybody would want to go down, whether you're one of the haves or you're one of the have nots because recruits are going to see those numbers too. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. But yeah. from a, here's, here's the thing, right? If you are the Pittsburgh pirates, you absolutely want it public that, Hey, this is what our payroll is. This is what the, this is what the Mets payroll is. This is what the Phillies payroll is. This is what the Braves payroll is. This is the Dodgers payroll, and this is ours. So y'all going to have to dial these expectations down a little bit and understand this is where we are. Now, on the flip side, if you're the Mets and everybody knows your payroll and you have a year like this year, I mean, the fans are like, hey, someone's got to pay for this. I mean, this, this, someone has to be held accountable. I mean, so it, it would be just the same way in college football. It's one of the reasons that you don't answer as much of that with NFL, with NBA, where in, in things where you have caps and you have these structures that everyone sort of sees and everyone understands cap law, right? I mean, every, every NBA team has a capologist or two who deal with nothing but the cap and implications of the cap and what happens if you sign this player and what happens if he gets this extension. And all that stuff's public, and I think it helps fans understand the nuance of why it's difficult to get from this place to this place. Yeah, 
I mean, the whole the, the the whole thing about college football and the and the NIL thing is, and I agree with Jeff. I think something is coming, but the lack of transparency, I think, is really confusing to to fans, and I think it creates issues for coaches because Stoop says that. And the natural question that anybody educated would have, okay, well, how big is the gap? How what is the gap between Georgia and Kentucky? Is it two million? Is it six million? Is it twenty-five million? I mean, what is it? And so when you don't know, it leads to all that ambiguity. But if I knew, let's just call it let's call it ten million dollars. That's a good number. Ten million dollars is the gap between the Kentucky roster and the Georgia roster. Well, I as a Kentucky fan would go. Oh, well, that sucks, but I get it, right? If you go, well, what is it? What is it? Just like, because there's a lot of fans that don't want to know, like, the numbers. The the casual fans, not yeah. the hardcore fans, probably not the people in our streams right now, but the the, the casual fan that's, well, what's the big deal? I mean, what are they getting, like $10,000? They don't understand the amount of money that's in it. They don't. They don't. You can get, they a, don't. Cle- you can get somebody a pair of cleats for ten grand. But they don't get it. They don't understand it, and they'd be mind-boggled if they did and it's one of the things one of the reasons that i think a lot of people are really nervous about the transparency is i think they're afraid that some of your average fans are going to see those numbers and go holy shit i've never made that in my life and it's going to turn them off that's what i believe i think there's a lot of concern about that part of the transparency some fans just going that's not what i signed up for yeah i no doubt all right Another another thing that occurred while you were out picking leaves and chasing ghosts, uh, both both Missouri and Kentucky yeah. uh, took it on the chin last week, and yeah. both of them in emotional losses in in two different ways. Right, yeah. I think I think Missouri um, had a legit chance to pull the upset and didn't get it done in the fourth quarter, and then uh, Kentucky probably got a little bit of a reality check and probably a little bit emotional there. Um, but this week. Missouri got, has to go to Kentucky. You're, you're sitting with two two teams, both have one loss, and both either one of them with a win can really set themselves up to do some things in the East moving forward. So I guess my question is you as a head coach, and it's something that Neil and I have talked about countless times uh, this season, is this game you think going to come down, because it's such an evenly matched game, is this game going to come down to basically the team who wins is the team who could flush it and move on the fastest? So obviously that is a valid point, but there was a wise man that said on last Mayhem Monday that moving forward in this league, it's going to come down to matchups and the different styles of these two teams. And they're, they're as far apart as you can be. Um, but I do think one of the, the biggest pieces is because Kentucky was out of that game early, right? On the road, number one team in the country, Kentucky, our Georgia's offense, Got it rolling quick. Defense played outstanding as they always do. So that game was what thirty four seven at the half. I hope I'm not. Yeah, I mean wrong, something like that. So thirty four seven at the half. They kept battling throughout, you know, whatever. But it was it was done on the road early in that game. Well, Missouri, they get twenty two hung on them in the fourth quarter at home in a game that they had played pretty well most of the night. And I just think from a flush it, get over it, regroup. I kind of think the Kentucky path is a little bit easier, you know, to regroup from. Obviously, you don't want to lose like that to anybody, but 
having to get away from you early against a great team on the road at night. Now you're getting to play at home and another team lost at home and they kind of let it slip away in the fourth quarter. That That's going to hang around with you a little bit longer. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then you got Kentucky's got them at home too. You got, you got to travel You're away. You're going from adversity back into adversity. At least Kentucky's got a little bit of help there at the house, which they play well there. It's it's if you're the Braves last night, do you want to lose the way they did, or do you want to lose where you blow a lead in the ninth inning to the Phillies? It's no question. I want to lose the way they lost last night. I want to get bombed or like fifth, sixth inning. I'm like, this, this sucks, but you know what? We're going to move on to tomorrow. I don't want to have it in my hand and then have it ripped away, and then I've got to turn around and play. That's the worst. I think Kentucky's in a much better emo- – I agree with Jeff completely. I'd much rather be Kentucky emotionally than be Missouri where you're still looking back on that going, man, you changed this and this. and we, If we had just done this, Kentucky's not doing that. They're like, we just got beat. Let's move on. I mean, they're, they, they, they're ready to do something different. Missouri's still thinking about it. They're, they're human. They're still thinking about it. Yeah. What's up? Now that now we're talking baseball, I wore the uh, Boston Red Sox hat today to stay completely neutral from this whole in the Braves Philadelphia Phillies thing. Who are you pulling uh, for tonight, Jeff? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you like they did in Ten Cup. Who are you? I mean, uh, Days of Thunder. Who Who are you pulling I'm, for tonight at seven o'clock, Jeff? I have no comment. I'm pulling for the East Carolina Pirates uh, <laughs> who play Thursday night football with my man Dan Mullen calling the game. So I'm pulling for the ECU Pirates. Did, if that was the question. The no, audio broke up a little bit. Yeah, Dan, Dan's got this thing figured out. You know, he's he's doing the, you know, Thursday night games or whatever. He's part of the call. And they got a competition going to where the competition is they got to go play 18 holes of golf on uh, every single stop that they go that they go on. I was like, that's not a bad gig right there. Get And they're playing on, like, the nicest golf course that's that's around. He, he's He's got that thing figured out. He's not – I got some other buddies that call games, and they're like, they just go to the hotel and go to the game and come home. So I know it's uh, what y'all can start a back nine podcast with McCready and Siski and get that thing going. Well, I, I got to get Neil to play. I got to get Neil like the golf bug. I, I got to get him. You know, he's got a good swing and he and he acts like I'm terrible golfer. We could have him actually competitive with about three weeks of good short game practice because he's got a good swing. Right. You got you play golf. I do not. I, I grew up in this game working for George O'Leary and uh, <laughs> never had a second uh, to to enjoy getting to be good at that game. It's un-American. Un-American. Go Braves. Make sure that you're pulling for the Braves tonight. Do not pull for the Phillies. They won last night. You got to pull for the Braves tonight because if the Braves don't win, it's over. So right. if if it was like a game five, like we go to game five, we'll forgive you. You can pick what you want to pick, but you got you to have your ATL stuff on tonight. Done. All right, brother. Be good, man. Appreciate you. 404 tonight. <laughs> See you guys. See you, bud. My man, Jeff, the Minister of Mayhem Collins. The back nine podcast. Can you imagine me at a good, let's see, back nine in my golf game? It'd be two and a half to three hours. It'd be like a college football game with the old rules. Neil. You would not be bad. I trust me. I've seen a lot worse golfers than you are out there. All you got to do is hit the shit out of it and go find it. That's all you got to do. It's the go find it part that's hard. I, I, I hit it pretty good sometimes, but it's the go find it because I don't know where it's going. Well, we'll watch I'm, it. I'm Nuke Lelouch. You got to have a good partner. I don't know where mine's going either. It's either going straight or about 300 yards to the right. It just depends on if I clear or not. 
that's what Chase Chase. I wouldn't play golf with Chase back in the fall like a year ago. Him and uh, who was it? Wouldn't play with him and somebody else. Anyway, I was spraying it all over the lot that day. All right, Neil. The time, my friend, has yeah, come. It has come. It is the moment you have all been waiting for. That's great. It's time to Mega Rain Thursday. It's really good. You like that? That's good. I got my UFC. I got uh, we got UFC next weekend. The pay per view is going to be off the chain. They made some announcements on the, on some fights. Man, we're gonna have it's. Uh, I'm be full UFC next weekend. It'll be good. All right, Neil. I'm gonna let you start it off. All right, because I am. I'm. I'm. I'm going to get this right, Neil. You have a five. We both went seven and four last week. Mm-hmm. You had a two and four college. I had a three and three college. However. You decided to come in hot on NFL Sunday and roll five and zero through the NFL next last week. I went four and one in the NFL, which put us at both seven and four. Um, so no blood last week. You have a winning record. You're up units. You're you're the you're the you're the Pied Piper. You have a five point six five unit lead heading into this week. My wife has told me repeatedly to get my shit together so I do not have to bring demons back to the house. So, with that being said, Neil, lead us off. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm starting off on uh, in the college game. We're doing college first, right? College first. I'll start with the college game, and I'm going to start tonight going to uh, my one of my least favorite cities in the country, Houston, Texas. Not a, not a Houston guy. Which is good, because I'll be cheering for the other team. Give me the West Virginia Mountaineers, minus three tonight at Houston. Neil Brown in the game. Any ALs have to stick together. Here we go. Neil, for my first game, I'm going to a city that I don't think I've ever lost in. Ever. Okay. Except for game two of a World Series a couple of years ago. When I went and watched my Atlanta Braves play the Houston Oh, you went to that's right. Astros. I remember that. I remember I remember you going. Neil, I don't know if you know this, but West Virginia is taking on Houston tonight. Yep. What do you have them at? I have, it's uh it's three. West Virginia, Neil, I didn't know if you were aware of this. They're favored by three points. Mm-hmm. And Neil, here we go. It's not enough. I agree with you. Okay. It's one of my five picks. Got it right there. Number one on the old list. Okay. West Virginia, I think it's all over. I think this is a 10 or 15 point game. Uh, Houston, Houston, not very good. Uh, They really haven't played anybody. Not very good. Um, West Virginia is quietly putting together a really good season. And if you look at their schedule, Neil, besides Oklahoma, West Virginia will probably be favored in every one of the rest of their games. Neil Brown may be coming from the hot seat to a 10-win season. Give me the West Virginia Mountaineers minus three. He's had a hell of a year. He really has. He really has. He was he was almost fired a year ago. They were they were they were kicking it around. Yeah. And and did not do it. Turned out to be a really smart move that they didn't do it because he is um he's off to a really solid start. He's look, he's a really, really good football coach. Um, I've coached against the guy. I know him very well. Um, I really respect him as a football coach. I mean, 
I like the guy. I hope he is successful. It's just it's tough when you see your friends, you know, you see buddies and people you know in the business just struggle like that. But to see him come back through the other end, I, I'm I'm excited for him. And as the Dana Holgerson, uh, you know, because he left West Virginia to take the Houston job, so it's gonna be there's a little there's a little something something there. Oh yes, that's true. It's true. All right, I'm going to the Sun Belt next. Okay. Georgia Southern is headed to uh, James Madison. Yep. It's an interesting game. Two really good teams. I just think one's a bit better than the other, and I think the line is too small. James Madison is, according to, I'm getting the latest number here. I'll make sure that I'm correct on this number. It's six. a six-point line. I think James Madison wins this game and covers. Give me, uh, give me the Dukes minus six against Georgia Southern. All right, Neil. There is a Sun Belt matchup this weekend. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Georgia Southern is traveling to James Madison. Did you hear about that? I heard about that. James Madison is favored by six points. That's what I heard. Just just saw that, as a matter of fact, just a moment ago. And I got a good friend from Ruston, Louisiana, that's taking James Madison minus six. Yep. See a Bearcat? I heard. Okay, cool. I like the Bearcats. And he's a fighting water skier from Monroe. Oh, cool. Those are the best people. But, Neil, this is not where I'm going with this. I'm going to skip around and go to the end. This is my money line pick. Georgia Southern wins oh. this game outright. Wow. I don't even think this game is going to be particularly close. Give me Georgia Southern wow. money line plus 195. I had to go with it. This isn't a two-unit swing. This is damn near a three-unit swing if I hit. Okay. Give me Georgia Southern plus 195. If they will smash the Dukes and the perfect season for the Dukes. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. That's my money line. Fair enough. I just saw one here that I couldn't find the line on it earlier today, but I really liked the game, and now I found a line on it, but now I can't find the line again. Isn't that crazy? But it I'm, is. I'm, I'm looking, though. Hold on. Just bear with me. Bear with me. It disappeared. It's like it's teasing me. It's a Big Ten game. I'll go to another Big Ten game and come back. All right. Okay. This is your third pick. Third pick. This team's been good to me. I gave them the weekend off last week. Turned out to be a good move to give them the weekend off. This week they bounce back. Now that we're back on Team McCready, I'm still waiting for my jersey. Eventually it's going to come. Maryland, back at home this week. They they played better against Ohio State than they're getting credit for. They kind of hurt themselves a little bit. They did. They had a week of self-reflection, and they're back to it. Still got lots of big goals in front of them. They can play in a big bowl game. To do it, they've got to whip Illinois this week, and they will. Illinois is bad. Maryland is not bad. Maryland minus 14 at home against the fighting, and I use that term very loosely, Illini. <laughs> wow. Throwing shade up in champagne. <laughs> All <right>. Very loosely. <laughs> sort of the – yeah, but we're kind of here, Illini. Whatever, Illini. Wow. You watch them play? Yes. Woo. That's rough. Woo. Rough pickings. That is not a dialed-in football team. No, it's not at all. I mean, not even a little <laughs> bit. I'm not sure they care. <laughs> Golly. They can't catch. I know that. They can't do a lot of things. Let's not, let's not throw their receiver room under the bus. Let's. <laughs> there's plenty of room under that bus. 
<laughs> if you're an Illinois fan, I apologize for my good friend over there. He does, and I do. All right, Neil, I'm going to the Southeastern Football Conference. Okay. This week, we have the five and one Missouri Tigers traveling to Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Kentucky is at home. They are favored by two and a half points. Yes. Give me Dr. Ray minus two. We run all over Missouri. Big Blue Nation did me wrong last week. I should have banded them. I was I, I took them plus 14. They did me wrong. I took up for Coach Stoops this week. I was the only one taking up for Coach Stoops this week. I'm the only one. Did it in front of their own, their own, their own guy that covers them, their own beat writer. Cut, took up for Mark Stoops. Can he do it for me? Give me Kentucky minus two and a half at home versus Mizzou. I think they dropped the hammer. I think they beat them by 14 plus points. Give me Kentucky. Wow. Okay. Wow. Passionate. Passionate. I got the I got the rain heavy today. I see that. My man Chance. The trainer at uh, Oxford High School does a great job. This is his favorite, he says. So I'm doing this in honor of him since he's got Brock clear through concussion protocol after four weeks. I'm drinking, I'm, I'm pouring one out for my man Chance on the on the rain heavy day. All right, um, I'm heading uh, out west now to the Mountain West. I've been pretty good in the Mountain West this year. I don't know if you've noticed. I have. Going at least one Mountain West and maybe two. Here okay, the rest of let's the way. go. The Air Force Fighting Falcons are at home this week against Wyoming. Wyoming coming off a big win over Fresno. That game was in Laramie. This game is not in Laramie. And Wyoming is two different teams. They're the team that shows up in Laramie, and they're the team that shows up in places not named Laramie. When they're in Laramie, leave them alone. When they're in Fort Collins, go against them. Give me Air Force minus 10 and a half. It's Colorado Springs, right? Whatever. They playing. They playing Air Force or Colorado State. Air Force. Okay. Your Colorado Springs. Is that right? For, Colorado Fort, Springs is is Air Force. Fort Collins yeah. is. Not what I said. I don't know. Whatever. You said Fort Collins. Give me Air Force. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> wherever the damn game is in Colorado. It's a great week. Hey, it's a great week to pull for Air Force. It is. They're on the road. Air Force is on the road everywhere else. By gosh, they can be home. They can be home this week. Yeah, forgive me for being a little patriotic this week and hoping the Air Force kind of takes care of things. Give me Air Force minus 10 and a half against Wyoming. <sighs> I'm going to do it, Neil. Okay. I'm going to do it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
The Texas A&M Aggies are going on the road to face the Tennessee Vols. You're going to make me almost want to double down on this. I think I know where you're going, and I, I go ahead. I, I don't know where this is all coming from. I really don't. I, I'm, I'm, we'll talk about this in a minute. Go ahead. I'm genuinely curious about a lot of this with this. Tennessee is favored by three points, Neil. Yes, that's correct. And guess what, Neil? It's too much. I don't need the points. If you would let me take a double money line, I would do it. Give me the Texas A&M Aggies. All over Tennessee. Tennessee will not be able to score points. They're not, this is not even close. People are swinging on Tennessee's nuts. They're beating a bunch of bad teams. Okay. They're beating a bunch of bad defensive teams. Who's AM beating? Everybody else. Who? I don't know. They're going to beat Tennessee this weekend. Okay, but let's talk about Let's, right, let's have, have a serious, serious conversation about this. Where is this coming from? It's not just you, it's everyone is. Is just all over A and M on this game, and I, I'm like, okay, cool. What, what are why we, am I over them? No, why, what are we doing here? I mean, I, listen, I think this is two teams that are going to prove at the end of the day to be somewhat just mediocre. I agree, they're fine um, at the end of the day. But Texas A and M in the last, I don't know the numbers. I wish I did. I wish I'd studied this a little bit more. If I'm honest, I kind of chilled this week a little bit. They don't win on the road. Neyland's a tough place to play. Allegedly. T- Tennessee is, is is much better at home than they are on the road. I mean, Agreed. like a lot of teams. Tennessee's flawed, but look, A&M's flawed. A&M just blew it against Bama. We see what happens to teams the week after Bama a lot of times. A lot of times they just don't show. Some teams do, but they didn't. Who've they, who's A&M beaten? They've beaten, in the league, they've beaten Arkansas and Auburn. Auburn. Two of the worst teams in the West. Maybe the well, states there, so it's no. Right, two of the, Tennessee beaten in the league. They beat South Carolina at home. Uh who else are they? I don't even know they played. They got throttled. Throttled by Florida. Got yeah, down there. And you know the difference? This is why I'm picking them. Tennessee hasn't played. They beat Virginia. They beat UTSA. They beat Austin P. They mm-hmm. haven't Every time they've played a good defense, they've struggled on offense. That's why I'm picking them. Texas A&M going into the week is the number one total defensive team in the in the Southeastern Conference with that front. I think they give them problems. And you look at South Carolina. South Carolina is, is if it wasn't for LSU, they'd be DFL in defense um, in the league. I don't think they do. I don't think that offense produces against good defenses. I'm taking matchup here. I'm taking Texas A&M plus three. I think they win the game outright though. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you necessarily. I, I think I picked Tennessee on our picks at Rebel. I'm not ready to put Texas A&M in the playoffs or anything. I just think they're right. better than Tennessee. All right, so I'm down to uh, my fifth game. This is where I'm trying to decide whether to go really conservative on a money line pick or because I've got a couple of underdogs that I like here. I'm, I'm studying a little bit. This is your last line pick? It's my last line pick. Against the spread ATS? Yes. Against the spread, ATS. Um, uh, the one that I'm thinking about, just I'm play, people can know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with this Florida-South Carolina game in my head. I've got Florida plus 2.5 as one of my possible picks. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the only problem with from a money line standpoint, there's not a hell of a lot of bargain here. What's it like, 135 one, or 114. something? 114. 114. So it's just – Really? Yeah, At three? Mm-hmm. It's two and a half. The South Carolina money line is minus one thirty-five. The Florida money line is plus one fourteen. That's low. 
for two yeah, and a half. Yeah, it's not a, not, a, not a huge bargain. So I'm going to go back out west. I've already made up my mind. Okay. Uh, the team that you love to for me, you love for me to love to hate, even though I don't hate. San Diego State, they're headed to Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii sucks. Hey, please tell me you're not taking Hawaii. Hawaii sucks. <laughs> they suck. I mean, Hawaii and Illinois should play one another. It would be a good matchup. Give me San Diego State, and I'll lay six points because I think they're going to win by a, three times that amount. San, okay. San Diego State. It's in Hawaii. <clears throat> minus six in Hawaii, yeah. Playing at the high school stadium? I would assume. Either that or on a volcano somewhere. And that was your last pick, is that correct? That is correct. I, I have my money line left. Okay. All right, since you did that, because I had one I was going to pivot off of, and I thought you were going to pick my pivot. Neil, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised at you. A little bit disappointed, to be honest with you. Okay. And I can't believe I, I had it in my pool. Can't really believe you just left this one on the table for me. A little disappointed in you. Okay. You wearing the colors today? A good friend of ours. Tar Heels. A good friend of ours. Yeah, I thought about this one. Just sending a picture. Hotez. It's on my list. He signed the picture for it's us. On my, it's, it's in on the my mail. List. Yeah. It's in the mail. Yep, it's on my list. The North Carolina Tar Heels are playing at home. Big ACC matchup seven days ago. Not so much anymore. The Tar Heels are favored by three and a half. Rough week down in Miami and Coral Gables. Rough week. Rough week after the way they lost. I really like North Carolina, what they're doing. This place will be juiced. Oh, yeah. Give me North Carolina. That's a good pick. Minus three and a half. Okay? Minus three and a half at home versus the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. I think they're going to win this game by seven to ten points. I do, too. I do, too. All right. Uh, a money line. It's money line time Money line time. I had a couple in a row. Now I've missed a couple in a row. Money lines are hard. It's the part of our record that I find I'd like to sometimes throw it out because if without the money lines, both of us are doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Going to the Mac. I have a little formula that I use. And it's Please wor- share. It's worked, it's worked a few times. Please share. And so I'm going to use it here. Kent State is uh, headed to Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan's a 10.5-point favorite. Are you going to pick against our boys? I am. They took care of us. Um, they did. They were nice. Got a helmet and everything. But I'm trying to win this competition. I mean, so the, the other ones I'm thinking about, just play along. Grind, you guys can help me a little bit. Here are the ones I got. So y'all help me real quick in the thread. I got Kent State plus 295. I can do Florida plus 114. Just go nice and conservative. I do think Florida's going to win that game. Okay. Uh, I've got Arizona plus 260 at Washington State. Washington State's a little beat up, but Arizona was a super emotional game. They might have a hard time bouncing back. I wonder if they know to go for two in the second overtime. And the one I actually don't hate, there's a little emotional spot here. Louisville left it all on the table last week. Now they got to go play Pitt. Pitt's kind of fixed things at quarterback. Pitt's a plus 250. Quick, you climb. Pitt's a plus 250. Quick, you climb. And then I got Kent State is a plus 295, so it's a big swing. And these MAC games, home field doesn't mean much in the MAC. Why is that, Neil? Because there's nobody there. <laughs> there's nobody there. I mean, it's like, oh, God, we have to play on the gray turf. Oh, what, whatever will we do? It's not like there's noise. You want to work crowd noise on Thursday night, on Thursday afternoon practice? I mean, no. 
mean, you can. I mean, you can just have a kid stand over on the side and go, hey, <laughs> woo. <laughs> and then you'd be like, hey, hold it down. A <laughs> hey. That's, that simulates a Mac game. Hey, tell the, tell the senator to hit him. Yeah, just. Can you hear that? Okay, we're good. I'm going to go, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Pitt Panthers. Okay. I'm going to go with a little gut what feeling here. Pitt plus 250. That's what it was this morning. Let me make sure. 250. 250. Got to think Louisville's coming down a little bit. Going to be emotional. Plus 250. All right, got you down. All right, Neil, since I've already had my money line, this is my last line pick of the day. You know, next week, I'm going on vacation. Yep. But before I go on vacation, Neil, mine and grinds Auburn Tigers are going on the road to Baton Rouge this week. Yep. Auburn are underdogs. not winning at LSU. They're underdogs. Okay. By 11 points. Oh, that's right. You've already done your money line. I'm sorry. Never mind. I forgot. I I forgot. Look, I have been drinking a lot of rain. I haven't drank that much rain. I I thought we were doing money line. I apologize. You did. You You started to give me the eye roll. You already did your money line. You started to give me the eye roll. I started to go, you're just trying to create drama for next week. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about the show, Neil. You got to do it for the show. By the way, the show next week will be Monday and Wednesday. Wednesday. No three shows. Monday and then Wednesday. Neil's got a... Because I'll be traveling Thursday. Massage appointment. All right, here we go. Yeah, I'm going to Tampa. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Auburn is favored. Excuse me, as underdogs by 11 points in Baton Rouge. LSU has got the best offense in the Southeastern Conference. Do you agree? That LSU has the best offense. I was trying to think of the name of the massage parlor. I know you parlor. are. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's, it's not miso working. something. It's, it's too early. Too early. Save it for next week. Save it for next week. Save it for next week. We have, give me the Auburn Tigers plus 11 points. My man, Hugh Freeze, is going to be dialing up the Reed zone with Peyton Thorne, Robbie Ashford, Holden Griner, whoever he decides to put up at quarterback. He's had two weeks to prep for this game. Got Angel Spa. The two weeks to prep. I'm just going to keep going. He's got two weeks to prep for this game. Ying Massage Clinic. Oh, yeah. Give me <laughs> the Auburn Tigers plus 11 points on the road in Baton Rouge, and I would not be surprised if they win this game outright. White Lotus Massage Spa. Osaka Spa. Body and Soul Massage. That's S-O-L-E Massage. Got Shanti Massage Wellness. What up, Scoops? Did you say massage? <laughs> I did. I did. That turn you on? Gets me hot. I Gets me it, hot. I bet it does. La Visa Massage Spa and Wellness. Just tons of them. They're everywhere. It's like you should go recruit a bunch of players there just to keep going back for more. Pure Jade Massage. Yeah, I like Jade. You like that? Jade. Nice color. Oh, here's one. Bala Thai Massage. Bet that one got some Is interest. that in Gotham? Bet that one got some interest. The Salt Massage Room. Palace Massage. Lots of massage. This episode brought to you by the... 
Taiwan administration. <laughs> Grant says that felt racist. <laughs> I just heard there were certain. Listen, I mean, everybody's got their own preferences. I mean, it's cool. Hey, Scoops. Do you know who I didn't pick this week, Scoops? You, I noticed that there was no Colorado discussion this there week. There was no Colorado discussion this week. <laughs> Why was there no Colorado discussion? And, you know, I have I have come around to my senses when it comes to Colorado. Yeah. And realize they are no longer the worst team in the FBS. Asian massage Tampa. They are the second worst team. And the problem is, is they're playing the worst team. Stanford. How about this one's Joker? Ethical massage Tampa. Yeah, I don't do ethics. <laughs> ethics is not in my in my category. Don't use the business card there. Don't yeah, yeah, don't, oh, yeah. Oh. don't use your business ethics. Spy Yokohama. <laughs> Scoops, you're more disturbed than the Joker. <laughs> we started talking about strippers yesterday on the show and taking you back to your <laughs> Where you got the name Scoops? So one, it, one more, Sammy's. one more, and you've gone deranged. <laughs> Shangri-La Bath and Spa. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Scoops? Just, just getting ready for next week. All right, I, I, are you printing that page out? No, we're good. All right. So, Scoops, just to make you aware that you know Colorado has won four games this year. There are four games that they've won. Their opponents that they beat have only beaten two Power 5 teams. Two. They've beaten two Power 5 teams in their entire schedule. Well, here's the problem, Scoops. Ask me how many Stanford's beat. Zero. I'm sure we'll get a taunting of the crowd and showing our fake watch to a team that's one in five. But this is it. If you're a Colorado fan, make it personal this week. This will be the last win of the season Maybe, maybe. Okay. Um, so, and then they go on a bye week. So I'm going to take a vacation unless, unless Stanford finds a way to win. Then you'll be here. I'll be here all day Monday. <laughs> yeah. I may do the whole show scoops with a joker mask on if Colorado loses to Stanford. But poor old Stanford can't beat FCS opponents. They've lost an FCS game. It's been a rough year. You know, they're too busy wearing their mask. Hugging trees, I mean, <laughs> right, right. all kinds of things. They're over here. They're they're pulling for the wrong team. This in Israel, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're pulling for the wrong team. Yeah, I cannot support. <laughs> I cannot support somebody that pulls for the wrong team. <laughs> it's just, it's un-American. And in Gotham, we're American. <laughs> okay. Hey, salute you. I'll see you Monday, maybe. If not, I'll see you in a couple <laughs> weeks, Scoops. Okay, see you, Joker. That was the Joker making his visit. <clears throat> oh, I'm so messed up on the head. I don't know who's worse, me as the Joker, or you over there reading off your. Hey, I just, is that all in Baton Rouge? That's all Tampa. Oh, oh maybe we look at Baton Rouge. No, I do not. No. <laughs> Let's see what we got. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes! So they getting they getting they getting crazy down in Baton Rouge. What's oh first thing? Oh, hey, <laughs> hey. Hey, we're in luck. We are in luck. Oriental Relax Massage. What is wrong with you? 4.6 stars. 
Let's. let's I re- want to read the bad reviews. Can let's, you read? The, can you read the bad review on that? I'm gonna find a, re- a review. Let's let's find the. Uh, let's read a review. Let's read a re- review. Uh, I visited this <laughs> massage parlor for the first time. It exceeded my expectations, but it did. The staff was friendly, and the massage was incredibly relaxing. Get some more reviews. Is there Hold a bad on. review on that? I'm, I'm getting there. Hold I want to see the. I want to hear what the bad one says. Uh, let's see. Uh, love it in a few dozen minutes. They really hit all the parts you need. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels longer. We'll be back. Such a good price. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's get the bad. Let's get the bad ones. Let's see what's bad. Not everybody's Not everybody's thrilled. Oh. Not everyone is thrilled. What's wrong? You're so deranged. Uh, I give them zero stars. The massage was a total waste of money. Low budget. Seems like any family member can massage you. It's definitely not a professional place to go for a massage. When it was time to pay, she begged for, begged for more money. My massage wasn't bad, but at the end of the massage, the guy touched my stomach and told me to lose weight. I was considering coming back as a first-time customer until he said that to me. Can you imagine going somewhere and they say, you're too fat? <laughs> Customer service. Oh. oh. All right. I am. Um, I'm dying here. Professional, decent value. When prompted to apply harder pressure, they're more than happy. Very welcome. Oh. All right. That's, that's a quick. Yep. Right. It's a nice place. It soothes my headache. <laughs> I bet it did. Yep. I try to tell my wife that. She doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get the headache to stop. Nope. Doesn't work. All right. Neil, we got to get to the NFL. Let's do it. <laughs> While you're over here reading <laughs> reviews from massage parlors. <clears throat> All right. Neil, I'll let you start off since you're so focused over there. Yeah, I am super focused. Um, all right. You know what? I'm just going to stick with the plan here. Uh, I'm going to start with Thursday nights. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, they're headed to um, Denver. Is this game in Denver? Where's this game? This game is in Kansas City. Not that it freaking matters. Kansas City. Is What's your face going to be there? She is. Oh, good. Well, there you, there you go. Good. Give me a reason to watch the baseball game. Uh, the Chiefs are an 11 point favorite against the Broncos. Uh, I when there's a point even dramatic. It's not enough. Kansas City wins by as much as they want to win by. Ten- Denver's bad. Denver should play Illinois. Wow, they're bad. They're, they're le- really they're bad. legitimately bad. Neil, Sean, Sean gonna, Payton looks like he hates Russ Russ Wilson already. He does stupid shit. Doesn't doesn't play with an offense. Neil, I'm gonna save the drama. Okay. Taylor Swift will be in attendance tonight. Okay. Give me – I'm taking the same game. I got it circled. It's, I hate big numbers. I hate – and that I is a too. big hook, man. It's that, a big that, number. That hook's big too. Yep. But, look, the last time the Chiefs played on the road, they lost 70-20. to 20. Um, They're terrible on defense to the point that the Jets put up 31 on them last week at home. They could not stop uh, – they could not stop uh, Brees Hall last week. From a betting perspective, I'm definitely taking the Chiefs for the show minus 10. I may look at some props tonight with Pacheo going his over in rushing yards and also uh, Travis Kelsey with with Taylor Swift on prime video. I'm telling you, this is a setup. 
Travis Kelsey's going to catch a touchdown tonight. There's zero percent chance he's not catching. Agreed, one hundred percent. Take him as anytime touchdown score. Pacheo over uh, in yards rushing. I'm I'm taking the Chiefs minus ten and a half. All right. I'm going to surprise you with one here. Okay. The uh, Minnesota Vikings are headed to Chicago to play the Bears. The Vikings are in kind of chaos. Jefferson's on the IR. He is. He's talking. He's talking about where he might go next. A lot of talk that Cousins is about to get traded. An unhappy team. The Bears, meanwhile, feel like maybe they figured something out. I don't think they did, but they kind of think they did. They're getting two and a half at home. I'm going to. I'm going to roll the dice one time this year on the guys. Give me the Chicago Bears plus two and a half against Minnesota. They're underdogs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to cover that. Uh, <clears throat> I was actually talking with Bob on the phone from Monster. He's out in San Diego for a big uh, Monster deal out there they're doing with employees. Um, and he told me, he said the Bears are actually going to win. He goes, I hate it, but the Bears are going to win this weekend. Yeah. They're, 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 they're kind of pot committed to Justin Fields. Whether they should or shouldn't be, I have an opinion, but they are. And so – they're going to play with some confidence this week. I agree. All right, Neil. The Jacksonville Jaguars are at home. They're playing the Indianapolis Colts with Anthony Richardson only IR. Yes. Um, this is a re- this one. This line is very ratty. Um, the Colts actually they, they've already played once this year at Indianapolis, and the Jags. We're not playing great at the start of the year and found a way to beat the Colts by 10. Um, the Jags found something. While they were eating a little tea and crumpets in England, they found something. They look really they look like the Jaguars that we thought they were going to look they like did. last They did. They looked week. like a playoff team. They finally look like a playoff team. They're coming home. They're going to get to sleep in their own bed all week. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars minus four points at home against the Colts. Okay. Speaking of teams who have put it together, Maybe getting on a roll. They have no choice but to get on a roll, but they looked healthy for the first time in a while, and that was without T. Higgins. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals at home against Seattle. Bengals laying three. They're going to have to play with a sense of urgency here for a while. They've got a couple of losses, three losses already, right? They, they, yeah. They've got to kind of get rolling, but they looked pretty good offensively last week. Because they finally pushed the ball downfield and they protected the And I think he was fine. I think he's finally beginning to get healthy. And he's able to move a little bit, which makes him less of a sitting target, which makes it easier for the offensive line to protect him. They're better up front than they get credit for. Boy, it's in the NFL, it's if your quarterback's a statue, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's and, and, and he's able to move around a little bit now. Give me the Bengals minus three. Okay, Neil. Neil, this past December, you, me, and our good friend Cole. Yes. We traveled out to Las Vegas. We did. And we watched the Las Vegas Raiders host the New England Patriots. That's correct. In we one did. of the wildest games of the year. Fun game. Fun game. The Raiders were underdogs in that game, and I had the Raiders money line. And how did I win it, Neil? On a walk-off pick six off of a lateral play that was unnecessary. Maybe one of the craziest plays of the season. In Cla- the craziest plays. We got to see it live and in person. Yeah, we did. And Neil... The little boy started crying behind us. He did. He was so upset. He was excited. Oh, he's excited. It was the other. He was so up. excited that he the, just didn't know how to handle the emotions. Himself. Over he was overcome. He was overcome with emotion. I think that was his first NFL game. Yeah, it's kind of like my wife cries when I come home every day because she's overcome with elation yeah, and emotion. 
don't think that's like, it. Welcome home, sweetheart. I don't think that's welcome it. Welcome home. Can I cook you your favorite meal? Can I rub your neck? Can I massage your feet? Every time I come home. Wow. Yeah. It's true love. It's true love. It's 20 plus years in, Neil. I'll have to ask Aaron about that next time I see her. Please don't. So, Neil, the Las Vegas Raiders are favored by three points in this game. Yes. I don't know if you're aware of this, but the New England Patriots have scored like three points in the last two weeks combined. That's correct. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders at home, minus three against the Patriots. Dude, they're bad. I think this is it. I think my man Belichick's going to shoot the deuce after this year. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders minus three against a terrible, terrible New England Patriots team. Proof that it's not scripted because this is kind of boring. I'm with you completely. That's one of my games too. Raiders minus three against the Patriots. The Patriots are just bad. I mean, you watch what the Saints did to them last week. Uh, The Raiders... The Raiders are serviceable on defense, and if you're serviceable, you can stop the Patriots, and and they'll score enough. So, yeah, Raiders minus three. All right, Neil. In my infinite wisdom, I have found a team that I'm riding. I'm riding them like Zorro because all they do is cover spreads. Mm -hmm. I also think they are the best football team in the National Football League. I picked them at the beginning of the season to win the Super Bowl, and by gosh, they're not stopping now. Give me the San Francisco 49ers against the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson is probably not even going to play. He hasn't practiced yet. If he doesn't, if he he plays on Sunday, he's going to go like weeks without practicing. Uh, Not good against that San Francisco defense. San Francisco, the style of play allows them to be consistent. Give me the San Francisco 49ers minus seven points on the road at the Cleveland Browns. So I thought about that game. I think it's a great pick. Um, But I'll I'll, I'll play along here. I thought about, uh, I'll be honest, I thought about Buffalo minus 14 and a half, even though that is a massive number. (laughs) It is a big number. It's just too big of a number, ultimately. Although, I'll tell you that if you tell me Buffalo blows out the Giants, I completely buy it. The Giants are just... Woof is the right Like, there's just... Woof. You don't even know where to... Like, someone goes, dissect what's wrong with the Giants. uh, See, what had happened was... Well, you see... uh, Yeah, there's just... Saquon Barkley should be back to this week, though. As good as he is. It makes it a little bit better. It does. Makes the hook too big. So I'm going to take a team that I think is just continually figuring it out. I think they just keep getting a little better, nice and steady. I like the way they play. Even though they're on the road this week, road favorite, NFL, a little dangerous, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Detroit minus three at Tampa. Yeah, that I one like, scares me. I like the Lions a little bit. I I do too. I just don't know about the Bucks, man. They're start. I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell happened? They're actually playing really good football. Again, yeah. you know who, yeah. who I really like? The quarterback I told you in real, the middle, uh, early part of the year. That everybody makes fun of me for liking Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, doing pretty good. Yeah, and they're coming off an open date. Coming off an open date, which makes it a bad pick. But I didn't want to triple up like we did last week with the NFL because people are get pissed off at that. <laughs> Well, they were all winners, so there's no reason to get pissed off if they're winners. And that Niners line, by the way, is up to eight and a half. Oh, that's fucked. That's messed up. Yeah, it's up to eight and a half. The other nine that I don't hate, I'll be honest with you, I don't hate Miami minus 13 and a half against Charlotte. Don't hate it at all. Carolina, whatever they're called. I'm riding with them. Screw it. I'll take, I'm taking San Francisco. I'm not changing my pick. I, I, don't, I don't hate 
Miami here. Because I was like, at my, I'm, I'm, stick, I'm sticking with San Francisco. Uh, I don't think that game's going to be close anyway. That bothers me, though. I was, I was good with a seven because at worst it was going to push. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. All right, Neil, my last pick. Yep. You know, I've developed a reputation around here for being called Mr. Monday and Thursday night. You have? I did lose in my first game this week. I, I took Green Bay on Monday. Did not work out. I'm still 10 1 and 1 for the year. Are we going with the Monday night game, even though we're having I'm a Monday show? I'm pushing this bad boy all the way to Monday night. Okay, fine with me. Because there were slim pickings. That's, and this oh, is, is probably is sure. my favorite NFL play of the week. Okay. It's Mr. The, Monday night. The Cowboys and the Chargers. The Cowboys and the Chargers. Hell of a game. Going to be a good game. Mm, should be. Good Kinda, game. Depends on what you think of Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys are favored on the road. That's correct. By two points. Two points. And Neil, it's too much. Oh. Give me the Los Angeles Chargers plus two at home versus the Cowboys. Um, God, that sucks for me because now I have to almost kind of think about cheering for the Cowboys, and I don't want to because I hate them. <laughs> well, here's the deal, right, is what people don't realize is ever since Diggs has gone down, Dallas's defense is ranked since that point on is ranked like 28th in the NFL from that point on. Um, they're not the same because they can't play man-to-man and bring all the pressure they want to bring. Give me the Chargers plus two. I like them. I think they're going to get after them. Uh, by the way, I always have people ask me what are your other couple of games. The other three games that I had on my sheet that I like, I like SMU minus 12.5 at East Carolina. like that one a lot. I like Oregon plus the three at Washington. Thought, of, thought about that as a money line. And uh, I like Texas State minus 16 and a half at home versus ULM. I will, I think if I'm I'm really interested in this Washington-Oregon game, I may lean the other way. It's, it's, listen, it's the game of the week for sure. I don't, I'm not betting it because I just don't know. But that's yeah. going to be a hell of a game. I can, you can talk me to other ones. Uh, games that I like, Neil, that we did not bet and you talked about it, I'm taking Florida plus the points. I'm probably going to take the money line against South Carolina. I think they win that game outright. Um South Carolina is not very good. Um, neither Florida's had their struggles. But you know what was interesting I found out this week, doing a little research this week? If I told – you know how we talk about how bad Florida is offensively on the show, like, every day? Did you know that Florida is basically – they're ranked seventh in the league in offense, total offense? Would that surprise you if I told you that? No. They're ranked seventh in the league in offense. You know what they're ranked on defense? Third. So they're 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 actually not as terrible as you think they are. Uh and South Carolina's defense is ranked thirteenth. Um I, I think Florida takes care of business on the road. That is a tough place to play. Um they'll be rocking Saturday night. But I think Florida wins that game outright. Um the the bet that I'm probably if I do wager it, the bet I did like the over sixty six in the Oregon Washington game. I like the over in that one. And the other one was uh Ohio State minus 19 and a half at Purdue is another one I'll go on. Yeah, I like that one too. I was surprised that line was that low. All right, so I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave the the this last thing I got and I'm done, homie. Unless you got something else. I don't. I wanna do a little I wanna try this. We may we may start messing around with this. <clears throat> we'll leave the fans with a McCrady and Siski Thursday night parlay. So here's what I'm doing. I'm putting ten, I'm just gonna put ten bucks on it. Okay, 
nice little deal, ten bucks. Okay. I'm taking West Virginia minus the three. I'm taking Kansas City minus ten and a half, and I'm taking the Atlanta Braves money line. Okay. Three team parlays plus five twenty five. So ten bucks will pay you fifty two fifty. Okay. So I'm gonna do the little ten dollar parlay tonight with the Atlanta Braves, West Virginia, and Kansas City. All right. That's, That's plus good. Plus 525. That's good. Hope it hits. All right. Should be an interesting game. That's all I got today, homie. All right, my guy. Appreciate you. Uh, thanks to everybody in the stream uh, for your uh, presence today. It's always fun. Always good to hear from you. We've been brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Please check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Also, thank everyone in the Cooper Chevrolet uh, chat. And remember that October 16th is your last day because the truck season has been extended to October 16th. It's October 12th, so get bumping. This might be your last chance to get super low 3.9% financing for 72 months on the new Chevy Silverado crew cabs and no payments for 90 days at Cooper Chevrolet, Buick, and Aniston. So I'll see you on Monday, back next week, two shows Monday and Wednesday, and then after that we'll get back into some sort of normalcy. But Monday and Wednesday next week, so talk to you Monday. Have a safe weekend. Be safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.